Welcome to Luke 21 Radio, a broadcast explaining biblical prophecy in the tradition of St. Augustine. And now, from Greenville, South Carolina, here's your host, Steve Wood. Hello, this is Steve Wood, and welcome to Luke 21 Radio. We are in Revelation 18, and the topic in this chapter is coming out of Babylon. I'm going to read from the first five verses. After this, I saw another angel coming down from heaven, having great authority, and the earth was made bright with his splendor. And he called out with a mighty voice, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great. All nations have drunk the wine of her impure passion, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth have grown rich with the wealth of her wantonness. Then I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you take part in her her sins, lest you share in her plagues. For her sins are heaped as high as heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. I'm going to share with you something rather personal as we begin this study, and something which you might think is rather strange. I'm going to share with you some words that God spoke to me. Now, I know what you're thinking, because this is what I think when I hear somebody said, you know, God spoke to me. Some people like, you know, I was in a Walmart parking lot and God just told me to go down this aisle and there was my parking space real close to the door and stuff like that. I don't go for that type of thing at all. Some people like stand in front of an icon and every other time they do, the icon speaks to them. I've even read a Catholic book. It was actually a pretty good Catholic book as far as the message, but the guy was saying basically the whole book was God's dictation in in a sense, and I'm very nervous with that, okay? God spoke to me once, and I mean literally spoke to me out loud. I was going to sleep, and I probably came three feet off my bed, um, and it wasn't it wasn't like screaming loud, but it would be like, say, if you went to a rock concert and you and, and, and the music was vibrating off your body, and I'm not saying it was like a rock concert, but the voice literally penetrated my being. Um, and I'm not a person that this happens to. This has happened to me once in 50 years, once in 50 years. So it, it, this isn't like a routine. And the only thing he said were two words. Now, just to give you a little bit of context, uh, I had just started or had recently started at an Assemblies of God college. Um, I had been uh, attending a state university and basically dropped out very poor GPA and all that. basically living the campus partying lifestyle, and after dropping out, going into the Navy, which isn't, you know, as an enlisted man, wasn't necessarily a a pious environment. And then towards the end of the Navy, I was studying the New Age movement. So there wasn't a whole lot to qualify me when I went to this Pentecostal college. I realized that I'd be going to school with minister's kids. In fact, my roommate was a minister's kid. 
Uh, there were religion majors that have started since their freshman year studying Greek and Hebrew and all this stuff. And I was coming in as a sophomore with a business background. My AA degree was in business. So the only thing I had coming in was um, basically I decided to read the Bible cover to cover and decided to follow Jesus. And from reading the Bible, it seemed to me that this was a uh, pretty serious deal, that Christianity wasn't for, what, half-hearted followers of Jesus. In fact, uh, I read in the book of Revelation, chapter 3, that lukewarm believers— lukewarm means you're not cold, you're not living like a total pagan, it doesn't mean you're basically giving your life over, but just lukewarm. That's okay, right? And Jesus says, no, I'll vomit you out of my mouth. So, here I come in to this Assembly of God College with really a lot of uh, inferiority worries. I mean, I'm going to be amidst uh, spiritual giants, and, uh, you know, with my background, uh, I am just not only behind in my studies and biblical studies, I'm behind in, you know, I wasn't a minister's kid. Uh, my teenage years weren't following Jesus, and so what am I going to do? And then I find out that really my classmates were third-generation Pentecostals. Their parents, the first-generation Pentecostals, were part of a renewal movement. They were hot. And the faculty, the second generation, they were still hot. And But it was interesting, the third generation, and this isn't everybody by any means, but there was a huge portion of the student body that were lukewarm. It was so obvious. And so I started thinking, well, maybe I can be a Christian and kind of slide a little bit. Maybe I had taken things just a little too seriously. And here I was, lying in bed, and I never had this happen before, and it hasn't happened in 50 years since, but two words, God spoke out loud and I heard them on my own two ears, and it was as shocking as being hit with a bolt of lightning, and the two words were simply this, come out. And you might think, oh, you know, would like to, if God speaks to you like, well done, good and faithful servant, or something like that. And honestly, I was kind of in denial because I thought I was doing pretty good. You know, on the lukewarm scale, uh, I wasn't even lukewarm, I don't think, at that time. I was just thinking about becoming lukewarm. I thought lukewarm may become an acceptable Christian lifestyle. And to this day, I hear those words come out, and they're a challenging word. There is a Protestant theologian, and actually he's many things. Uh, the fellow's name is Abraham Kuyper. He started a university. Um, he started a newspaper. He, what else did he do? Uh, he ran for parliament and won a, a seat. And he also wrote two volumes on the kingship of Christ, over a thousand pages. And the first hundred pages of that first volume on the kingship of Christ, and remember, what's the book of Revelation about? It's about kingship and worship. And what's Revelation 17 and 18 about? It's the counterfeit. The alluring, looks great, counterfeit. 
And Abraham Kuyper said about our modern world, you encounter in our Christian nations, just like I encountered in my Christian college, a lukewarm indifference, a relaxing of the spirits. And this is exactly in, you know, in my mind, I was trying to process because I didn't really have a really good path how you lived a Christian life. I was basically, I, I, I was still trying to get my GPS coordinates about how do you live a Christian life. And by reading scripture, I saw a pretty high view of this. And then when I was with the third generation Pentecostal, I said, well, maybe, maybe there can be a relaxing of the spirits. And what is going on in Revelation 17 and 18? And hear this very carefully. This isn't some kind of blast about pagans. Yes, it is about that. That's not what it's primarily about. This is a blast to Christians to not to be sucked in by the pagans. Listen to chapter 18 again in verse 4. It says about Babylon the great, come out of her, my people. And this is repeating the prophetic call of Jeremiah in the Old Testament. Babylon, this wicked pagan nation, had conquered Israel, the Jews, and led them in a deportation effort to Babylon and made them resettle. And finally, when they won their freedom, guess what? They didn't want to go home. They were so happy. Money. Look at this great palace. We're a world empire. We got everything we want. We got all the creature comforts. And Jeremiah says, come out. And then in Revelation chapter 18, the same thing's going on because Rome is just like a new Babylon. And what is it today? You might say, well, it's Berlin, it's London, it's New York, whatever. It's all the same. It's this alluring kingdom that people become basically settled in, that I'm going to believe in God, no question about that, but I'm going to have a relaxing of the spirits. I'm going to accommodate myself to what's going on, kind of a half and half. C.S. Lewis wrote one of the best books and a book that was incredibly helpful to me to not fall into this stuff. If you want to come out of Babylon, his book, The Screwtape Letters, is so wonderful, and it's a, it's a letter from a senior demon to a flunky demon and how to trip up a, a Christian. And he said, the safest road to hell is the gradual one, the gentle slope, soft underfoot, without sudden turnings, without signposts. And you see, the book of Revelation, you say, why is all this weird stuff going on? Why is this weird imagery and shocking pictures? It's to shock Christians. The book of Revelation is written to Catholics living in the first century. And if you remember back when we opened up this study, about 70%, five out of the seven churches, 70% of the Catholics who were living in the first century, this isn't, you know, Middle Ages stuff. This is first century Catholic churches founded by, in some cases, by an apostle were floating down into Babylon the Great. And St. John in this prophecy is doing just what Jeremiah did. He's calling the people out. And this is what Abraham Kuyper said, who I mentioned just a moment ago. From the world's cities proceeds a mode of life, a lifestyle, 
which one again binds the wandering spirits together in a certain unity. The world's cities are a reincarnation of what the scripture refers to as Babylon. Increasingly subjects in our modern world, no one wants to be left out of the times. No one wants to feel not included or even dares to resist the lifestyle. The worldly man follows her fashion, her lifestyle, customs, and life view. It says here in chapter 18 and verse 14, God is going to destroy Babylon, the fruit from which thy soul longed. In other words, there was a longing, particularly the material wealth, the lifestyle, the easy morality that went along with Babylon. God said to the first century Catholics, come out. Jeremiah said to the Jews in the Old Testament, come out. God said to me, and I wasn't doing anything wrong, but God said, come out. And God says to you this day, don't accommodate yourself. Don't accommodate yourself. And that's why we want to expose ourselves to the word of God and why the book of Revelation is so unusual. Why? It had to be like a stick of dynamite to blast Catholics out of being sucked down the drain of the Roman pagan empire. And that message is every bit as relevant today. I'm Steve Wood, your host, and you've been listening to episode 116 of Luke 21 Radio. Luke 21 is a radio outreach of Family Life Center International. To learn more about biblical prophecy and to order copies of Luke 21 broadcasts, visit us online at luke21.com.